Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Daff, and you are listening to a Feminine Impression Podcast. Today, we are going to discuss warmth as a feminine woman. How you as a woman can bring warmth into your home, into the environment at work, and into every place you grace your presence with. So I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, get something warm to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. What is warmth as a woman? Well, the dictionary describes warmth as having enthusiasm, affection, or kindness. As a feminine woman, appearing warm and showing warmth to others will allow you to have so many opportunities in this life. You'll be able to make more friends, get more opportunities, whether it's in business or in casting or in anything that you want to do, getting clients. It'll allow you to be able to get your way with things and many other blessings. You'll be a better mother, a better spouse, a better sister, a better daughter. And depending on your job, you may even be able to get advancements. In this world, we all enjoy being around and being served by people who are warm. When you walk into a store and a person greets you genuinely with a smile and says hello, it allows you to feel that you are welcome and invited. You feel seen. You would be surprised how many people walk around and feel like they are not seen because people don't take the time to show warmth. But most of all, it'll leave you feeling like a person who is connected to this world. So what are some signs that you are a warm woman? Well, if you're warm, then people will probably say things about you like you're understanding, you're approachable, you're easy to speak to, you're kind, you're loving, you're down to earth, you're affectionate. All of these are traits of a warm person. Now, on the other end, if you struggle with showing warmth, then maybe you've heard things about yourself like you're cold or you're harsh or you look mean, you're unapproachable. And sometimes maybe that you are self-absorbed or so focused on yourself that you don't see other people. Now, I know this may not be true and sometimes they're seeing something that truly isn't the case but it's how you present. It's the energy that you're bringing into a space. So we're going to talk about that and how you can kind of tweak that so that you don't come off that way. Because I know it can be hurtful when you truly do not want to be cold, but that's how you come off. And remember that none of us as people have every single wonderful quality. We all are missing something in our personalities, in the way that we approach life. And this allows us to be able to seek that out in other people. I personally believe that's one of the reasons why God gave us families, so that we have this group of people that we have to live with, we have to get along with, we have to interact with, that sort of teach us a little bit about ourselves. Because everyone has wonderful traits, and everyone has some deficits, and we can kind of figure out where we need to grow. So do not feel bad if you're one of those women who struggle in this area. 
It's something that can be learned as long as you practice it. And I want to say that as a Black woman, specifically in America, we have been often stereotyped by media as cold, as unapproachable, as lacking warmth. And this is a big issue because this sometimes kind of gives off that impression. A lot of it comes from the way our culture is portrayed in media. And some of it does come from upbringing. Some of it does come from the environment that you grew up in. If you were taught to have an attitude or to play mean or tough in a lot of inner city neighborhoods, being tough and being a savage and being a hardcore woman is celebrated. And so it gives you a false perception of what it really means to be a woman. Maybe in some of your households, you grew up getting tough love, especially from your mother, who we expect to be more nurturing and affectionate and loving. If you were given tough love and told that this is the way that you behave when you love someone, then you came up under the impression that warmth is a weakness. And if you were raised by your father or by only boys and they push this on you, then you may struggle to be able to embrace it. But it's okay. Struggling is not a bad thing. As a matter of fact, those who struggle with issues tend to be the ones who create the most change in this world because we understand what it's like to lack something. So we really want other people to learn as well. When you are actively trying to be a warm and feminine woman, there are three principles that are going to govern the way that you come off. They are your tone, your posture, and your love for other people. So let's discuss this. Whenever you're speaking to someone, I want you to keep in mind that your tone is going to tell a lot about how you truly feel. So when you're speaking to a person, if you want to appear more warm and exude warmth so that they can feel the warmth coming from you, then learn to slow down. Learn to slow down your speech and you will appear more gentle. Also, try to avoid using words that are very sharp or abrasive. And this is sometimes kind of difficult to determine if you're someone who is prone to just kind of speaking their mind and telling it how it is. You may not realize how sharp your words are and how they can just cut through someone's feelings. And sometimes you don't realize this until they tell you or you hear yourself speaking. For example, if you sent someone a voice note or a text message or an email and you look at it later and you think, ooh, that was kind of hard and you cringe at your own behavior, that's a good sign for you to start making a change because you cannot take those things back easily. And there is life and death in the power of the tongue. And scripture says that life and death are in the tongue. The tongue has so much power And it has the power to bring life into a person by the things that you say and the way that you say it. And it has the power to bring death to a person, bring death to the way that they feel, to their dreams, to their day. So just be mindful that when you are trying to be warm, that you watch the words that you use. 
And it's much easier to watch your words when you speak a little slower and think before you speak. Also, when it comes to your tone, this can be influenced by your circumstances. So whatever is going on in your day can impact how your conversations flow. So start being more mindful about the times of days or the situations that cause you to be a little bit more sharp or on edge. For example, maybe you don't want to have serious or any conversations with people right when you wake up in the morning. Maybe that's a time where you're a little bit grumpy or you need to ease into your day. Or maybe you need to talk to people after you finish doing your morning devotions or have your morning coffee or your morning run or whatever it is that you need to do to ease into your day. So you don't want to talk to anyone if you're in a rush because naturally, if you're thinking about where you have to be and what you have to do, then you're not going to show warmth. You're going to show that you really could care less about the interaction and you're more focused on what you have going on. Or it could be maybe when you're at home, as soon as you get off work and you're extremely tired, you may not wanna have conversations with people because you need to decompress. And that's okay as long as you communicate that and you don't show abrasiveness in that short interaction. So even if you're tired, when you come home, you're still smiling, You're giving a hug to your children and to your spouse, and then you're saying, give mommy a moment or honey, give me a sec, and you're going into the room, decompressing, and then coming out. If you're working on being a warm and feminine woman, then you are not going to raise your voice or yell unnecessarily. There are very, very few times where raising your voice and yelling are appropriate, And that's if someone is about to get hurt, you are truly shocked or alarmed, but it should be used only for special circumstances, not for everyday life. Your voice should pretty much always stay in a neutral, loving, enthusiastic, and joyful tone. So watch your volume, honey. This is something that culturally can become somewhat of an issue because as Black women, And even where I come from, which is West Africa, being loud or having an elevated voice sometimes is cultural. But that should be used for happy moments, moments of laughter, moments of conversation, not to spew anger and hatred and malice at another person. If you know that you're going to be having a conversation with someone who tends to push your buttons, or you're going to have a conversation with someone who you really can't stand, then I would suggest saying a prayer before that interaction. I have to do this and it always helps. If I can remember to do it, it always helps. Just asking God to help you in that conversation, help you with your tone, help you not to be harsh with the person or gossip with a person, or anything that you're trying to watch. Asking the Lord to keep a guard over your tongue. This is going to help you because as you pray that prayer with all sincerity, it will show up in the conversation. You will have more control, you'll be more relaxed, and you will watch your words. So I want you to try that the next time you know that you're gonna have a conversation, whether over the phone, in person, or through email with someone who you genuinely do not want to speak to. 
and He will guide you. Ladies, before we continue, I want to share my fragrance line with you. Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a blessed luxury fragrance line that promotes the promises of God. Each fragrance is tied to a biblical scripture to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. We just launched our first fragrance, 2911, after the scripture, Jeremiah 2911, which states the plans that God has for your life. 2911 is a rich, mysterious, and feminine fragrance. It will surely turn heads and become a signature scent for you and for others. Visit the website www.fineforever.com and purchase 2911 for yourself and for someone you think could use a promise from God. I thank each and every one of you for your support and I hope that you enjoy 2911. And while we're on the topic of online communication and text messaging, this is another area where warmth can sometimes get lost because people cannot hear the volume and the tone of our voice. We have to do extra things to show that we are being warm. For example, if you're writing an email, make sure that you start off with an opening, like a greeting. Good morning. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I'm writing to let you know that A, B, C, and D, and a nice closing. Put something at the end of your email to show warmth. And you can even use the word warmth, like warmest regards to you and your family. And these things help to soften up an email, soften up a message that might be very straightforward, very assertive, but shows that you actually do care. With text messaging, you can do things like using emojis. Emojis always soften up a text message and it'll allow the person to know that you care. For example, if you can't talk right now and you just send a message that says can't talk right now, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you feel that saying that could potentially hurt the person's feelings or make them feel a certain way, depending on who it is, you may want to throw an emoji in there with a little heart right at the end of it. And it'll look much different where it says, can't talk right now with a heart. We'll let the person know that, okay, can't talk right now, but she wishes she probably could, or she'll try to get back to me. They'll make up whatever they want to make up. That's, that's totally fine. Warming up the message is your goal. Just to let them know that it's not being said in the way that they may perceive it to be being said. This will help you so much with your communication and allow you to stay out of unnecessary confrontations and allow you to be able to show your true personality or show your warmth in situations where a person cannot see your face. Your posture and body language is everything in communication. It truly gives you away. And if you're trying to be more of a warm and feminine woman, my love, you're gonna have to pay attention to this. Oftentimes, we have no idea how we look, the faces we're making, the way that our body is telling a message for us. 
some things that can help you to come off as more warm when you're having interactions with another person are doing things like avoiding crossing your arms. When you have your arms crossed, it shows that you're putting a barrier between you and another person. It shows that maybe you're dissatisfied or displeased with something. Maybe you feel like they're wasting your time or you're being interrupted and you're annoyed. So keep your hands from being crossed. Take your hands off of your hips. Okay, that is another posture that shows that you're annoyed. And avoid doing things like looking away from the person. If someone's speaking to you, the most respectful way to show warmth, my love, is to give them direct eye contact. Now, this may not be true in all cultures, but here in the Western world, eye contact shows respect. It shows that you're engaged and you're listening. Obviously, you're not doing things like cutting the person off as they're talking, but you're looking right into their eyes, you're nodding, and you're showing that you're engaged. This will allow others to know that you are warm because you're caring enough to listen to them with sincerity without interrupting and interjecting. You can also do things like smile. Smiling is the best way to show that you are a warm person. And this doesn't have to be a large Hollywood smile. It can be a short little grin, a smile without teeth, just something to show that you are warm, that you notice them, and that you're friendly. Now, this does not have to be with people that you know. You could be in the store, walking through Target, and if you see another young lady, smile at her. What's the harm? When it comes to being a warm woman, you are going to have to be vulnerable. You can't escape this. It does take vulnerability to be warm. You essentially putting yourself out there for the sake of humanity. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash feminine. You can also try doing things like leaning in when a person is talking. The more that you push backwards, the more that it shows that you're either uninterested or you're being judgmental or you're focused on yourself and your state of shock. The more you lean in shows that you are caring, that you are warm, that you are interested. It also keeps you from looking so serious when you lean into a person. 
And this one's sort of hit or miss depending on who the person is and how comfortable they are with touch. But touching can be a very warm and affectionate thing for you to do. So if you're talking to someone and you want to show a little bit of warmth or care, then you can touch their shoulder with your hand. You can also touch their back, especially if someone is sharing something with you that's particularly saddening or they're afraid. You do these things to kind of let them know that you're there for them and that you care. So this can go as far as giving the person a hug. Hugging is a very warm thing to do, especially to someone who is in need, someone who's hurting, someone who needs your affection. It doesn't just apply to children, although it's also important to hug children. Keeping away from hugging your child is not tough love. We as people become connected by what we feel, and we feel loved and cared for when we're hugged. Even a virtual hug feels good. Knowing that a person wants to hug you allows you to know that they really do care, and that's their way of expressing that care onto you. So sometimes you may want to ask a person, is it okay for me to give you a hug? And normally they'll say yes, because they need it. And you give them an embrace and you show them that you are warm and caring, and they will always remember and appreciate that. In terms of your body language, one big no-no is multitasking. There really is no such thing as multitasking. It's a term that came up when the corporate world was trying to get their workers to be more productive. However, in a psychological sense, multitasking doesn't really exist in terms of its effectiveness. Yes, you can do two or three things at once, but it does not mean that they will be done well. Something will suffer, and you don't want your interactions to. So try your best not to have distractions when you're talking to someone. For example, if you're at work and a coworker or a supervisor walks into your office and you're in the middle of typing something super important, take a break, take your hands off of the keyboard, look away from your computer, and give them your undivided attention. If it's not a good time for you, then ask them to come back. There's nothing wrong with that. It's better than half listening, half responding, and showing that you're not concerned. If someone walks into your office, the best thing that you can do is take your hands off of your desk. If your hands remain on the desk, then keep them folded but lean in towards the person. You can also take off your glasses if you have glasses on to kind of remove that barrier between you and the other person. If it's appropriate, then get up out of your chair and greet them at the door. I know this can be an inconvenience, especially if you're being interrupted, but nothing matters more than your interactions with other people. That is what they are going to remember you for, and that's what's going to impact their lives. Now, if this is a home situation and you're busy working or cooking or whatever you're doing, and your children want your attention, then you absolutely must drop everything. Same thing with your spouse. If you're talking on the phone with a friend and you're just talking about random things and your husband wants to have a conversation with you, it's time to wrap up that phone call. And if you can't, then give them a warm smile and let them know you're going to talk to them as soon as you're finished. But when it comes to your children, try your best to get off the phone, to wrap up whatever you're texting, close the magazine, close the book, 
and be there for your child. So many times, children will try to talk to their parents about something, but if they sense that their parent is busy, or if they start to feel that they're becoming a nuisance or an interruption, they will stop coming by. Now, when they're little, this may seem harmless, but as your children become adolescents and start facing some serious issues, whether it's at school or it's with their body or their mental health, they will keep it away from you if you've treated them like an inconvenience when they were younger. As a parent, your number one job is to be there for your child, to be warm and open for your children to feel that they can talk to you about anything. This can only happen if you develop a relationship with them where they know that they are the priority and that that conversation will be greeted with love and with warmth. We all have a tendency to lack gratitude for the things that we don't even think about, like having your child in the home with you, having your family there. That is a blessing. And if you were ever to lose that, it would crush your world. So it's important that each and every day you show the people that you love that you truly do care by your actions, regardless of how they are receiving that. Even if they don't show it back to you, never change the woman that you are. And lastly, your love for other people. This is invaluable. The more you care about other people, the more warmth will radiate from you. So ask yourself, do you really care about other people? Do you genuinely love others? Or are you self-focused? Because honey, warmth cannot be faked. People will be able to see right through it. Especially if you come off like you have an ulterior motive, people will not trust your warmth. Truly come into conversations and interactions with no hidden motives and love for other people. I believe that children and babies are the best at detecting this. When it comes to working with children, they can tell who truly, genuinely cares about them by the warmth that they exude. Babies can tell without you even saying a word because it's something that radiates from your spirit. So my question to you as a feminine woman is, do you want to? That's what I want you to ask yourself whenever you're doing anything. Do you want to do it? If the answer is no, you're going to have to work 10 times as hard to show warmth as you're doing whatever it is. If the answer is yes, the warmth will naturally shine through. Femininity is all about wanting to do something, feeling excited and enthusiastic and joyful about the things that you do. Even if it's having a short exchange with a person, you are happy to be in their presence. You are happy to have that conversation. You are happy to be able to go out. Whatever it is, you're grateful and joyful about it. If you're talking to a person who told you that their mother is in the hospital because they're sick and you're having a conversation with them, are you thinking about the fact that you have to rush off to a meeting? Are you thinking about the fact that you have to run to Chick-fil-A before it closes? 
or are you focused on showing them warmth and attention in that moment? This is going to show up. Your love for others will always shine through in the way that you interact with people. Your warmth will show up in your wants. As a warm and feminine woman, it's important for you to empathize with other people. This is what's going to pull the warmth out of you when you can imagine how a person could be feeling in a moment and you can side with them and show them your concern and care. You can do this by having conversations with them or simply by sending them a gift or a card or a condolence. If you just found out that someone had a baby or is engaged, you can show your warmth by sending them a gift, sending them a card, giving them a congratulations text, calling them and checking on them. All of these things show that you are caring for other people and you're willing to go above and beyond to show your care. If you're in a position of power in the workplace or anywhere, and you want to exude warmth, that empathy is necessary. Of course, you're going to have situations where you have to be matter of fact, you have to give out the details, and you have to say things in a certain way so people know exactly what it is that you mean, but it can be softened by warmth, by the way that you say it, by what you say after you deliver the news. Even if you have to do your job and you have to fire someone, you can still let them know that you understand that they're going through a lot. You understand that they didn't get trained the way that they probably wanted to. And if things change, you're happy to have them back or you would be more than happy to write them a letter of recommendation. Whatever it is that you need to say to warm up that conversation will help the person know that you care. People know that you have to do your job, but sometimes we believe that others get joy out of doing things that feel very mean and cold. And that may not be the case, but they will never know if you don't show warmth. Again, this is what you're going to be remembered by. This is what leaves the lasting imprint, the warmth that you brought into the environment. This is what causes a person to miss you is the fact that you're so warm. You're affectionate. You were kind. You weren't quick to anger. You were slow to speak. And you allowed people to be themselves without judgment. If you were working at a job and you had to move or be transferred, people will miss the warmth that you brought into the environment. The fact that you would smile at people and say, good morning, how was your weekend? And truly care, truly look them in the eye and smile and genuinely ask questions. It's okay to have certain phrases that you memorize that are great for opening conversations and closing conversations. There are so many books out there about how to start a conversation, but not so many about how to end them. And ending a conversation is just as important as the way you start it. So when you're at work or in any of your organizations, whether it be church, a group that you're a part of, Find ways to put yourself out there, take a leap of vulnerability, and be the first one to initiate a conversation. Say good morning, smile at people, genuinely look them in the eyes and say, great seeing you. Or you can say one of those catchphrases that people like to say, and that's totally fine too. 
if people are putting money together for a cause or for someone who is ill, you can step in and offer your assistance and say, how can I help with this? And this is always appreciated. When you're ending a conversation with someone, say things like, I hope you have a wonderful day, or I hope this works out for you, or I'll be here if you ever need me to speak to. All of these things make a huge difference. Rather than just walking away from a conversation or pretending you don't see someone else in the hallway because you don't want to get stopped. And it's okay to put boundaries in place. If you do have a meeting that you can't be late to, you obviously can't have a long conversation. When it comes to work, we definitely don't want to be distracted, but it doesn't mean that you can't acknowledge. You can't do a quick smile and quickly shift your eyes away because you don't have time to speak. And if the person rushes up to you and says, oh, Michelle, I wanted to tell you something, you can give them a smile and say, oh, I would love to chat with you, but I'm running to a meeting, so I will give you a call this afternoon. It is okay to say no, and you should say no. It's all about how you do it. If a person knows your character and knows you to be a certain way, if you are warm 90% of the time and that 10% you aren't, you will be given grace. People will forgive you because they know it's not part of your character. And sweetie, even if they don't, setting boundaries is absolutely necessary for you as a woman. There will be times that you cannot do it and you simply can't. It does not mean that you're a bad person. It does not mean you are a cold person. It means that you are a woman who has boundaries and that's okay. And whatever you sow, you shall reap. People will be more warm to you. You will have special grace and special favor upon your life. The Lord will look upon you and he will shine his love and his grace all over you because you are putting others before yourself. You are sacrificing your time, you're sacrificing your money, your resources for the sake of other people. Remember, ladies, that even though some of these things seem difficult, difficult is not impossible. And with God, all things are possible. You never have to worry about doing anything on your own because the Lord will help you through it. If you struggle with being a warm feminine woman, then pray and ask God to start to change your heart and he will begin to bring you new opportunities to be able to show warmth. He will lead you to more resources and allow you to be able to see yourself the way that he sees you, to lead with your strength, and vulnerability and your love to show others the same love that Jesus showed you. I want to pray for you, my dear. Heavenly Father, we come to you today humbly thanking you for allowing us to have another chance, a new beginning to change our ways and become the women that you have called us to be. Help me to let go of the pain that has kept me captive and has changed me. Give me the strength and the courage to be a warm woman. Show me new ways that I can show warmth to others and keep me from all unrighteousness. Your word says that you can do exceedingly 
abundantly, more than we could ask or think. So I pray, Lord, that you help change me into the feminine woman that you have called me to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I want to remind you that we are starting our book club on Sunday, January 9th. We are reading the book, When Women Pray. If you want more information about this, then listen to my previous podcast, where I go over all the things that this book is going to cover. I will be live on my YouTube channel at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time on Sunday to discuss chapter one, which is a story about Hannah in the Bible. This story speaks to Hannah's prayer to be able to conceive a child after she was unable to have a baby for so long. I'm super excited to discuss this with you, and I hope that you can join me there. Those sessions will also be added onto this podcast. Also, make sure to visit my website, findforever.com, and pick up the fragrance 2911. There is a 10% discount code for all of my listeners here on A Feminine Impression for 10% off of your fragrance by typing in the code FEMININE. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram pages, A Feminine Impression and Dr. Michelle Daff. I hope that you're able to share this podcast with anyone who may need it. Share any of my podcasts to any woman who is trying to tap into her femininity who is trying to grow as a woman, develop as a woman. That's the greatest way that you can support me by sharing my content. And I thank each and every one of you beautiful ladies who do. All of you who repost my podcasts, who post my YouTube content on your Instagram pages. Thank you so much for being so kind and sharing my content. Make sure to watch the video version of this episode on my YouTube channel so you can see visually some of the things that I'm referring to. I hope each and every one of you has a beautiful week. I thank you for your support and for your vulnerability in listening to this content. I love you all so much, and I want you to remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. This is your host, Dr. Michelle Daff. Until next time, bye-bye.